0: You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos.
1: But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let them be accursed. Galatians 1.8. Mormonism is a different gospel, supposedly preached by an angel, yet doesn't line up with scripture. The reality is that the Mormon people need to hear the real good news of salvation. Eric Johnson was a high school and college teacher and professor for two decades in Southern California before moving to Utah in 2010 to work full-time sharing Jesus to Mormons with his organization, Mormonism Research Ministry. He also hosts a daily podcast called Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. Welcome to another episode of the Counterculture Mom Show. And our mission is focused on Mormonism this week as we welcome Eric Johnson who works with Mormonism Research Ministry. Eric, how you doing today?
2: I'm doing great, thanks for having me on, Tina.
1: Absolutely, now let's just get this right out of the gate. You had a little bit of minor surgery here last couple of days. Thank you for jumping on the program with all the craziness going on in your world.
2: Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, when you lived all your life in Southern California before moving to Utah, you were in the sun a lot. And that's my problem. I got to visit the skin doctor every year and he likes to burn things off. So that's, I'm not a 16 year old anymore, but I still have the pimple looks.
1: Hey, it's all good. I shouldn't be going like this because I got my own body problems. Just that it's not up here at the moment. Um, just fantastic that you're on the program today. You've been married to Terry for 34 years with three daughters, all grown and gone. So you did a great job. All three kids made it through, you know, toddler, teen years, and now they're gone making a a world of difference in our culture today. Thank you for being amazing godly parents
2: hey i i appreciate that yes i have three wonderful girls i'm expecting to be a grandfather in august my youngest is pregnant with her husband and would you believe they're boomerangs right because we're empty nesters right now but uh, my youngest is going to be moving back to utah from texas with her husband to live in our basement <laughs> and now my oldest daughter is start my oldest daughter is starting to talk about the possibility of oh well, she lives in california and she says maybe i'll get out of california so we have a large house, but that will be interesting to have adult children living with us. I don't know how that's going to work.
1: Well, you know why they want to do that. You can help them with their children. That's usually what happens in this day and age. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, bribe my mom to come down to Nashville from Wisconsin and help out with these kids. By the time she moves down, it'll, the last kid will be in the house, and that's about it. Unbelievable. <laughs> The title of your book is Introducing Christianity to Mormons. That right there is going to get the attention of some because Mormons feel the religion is Christian. What would you say to those Latter-day Saints who claim it's mean-spirited for us Christians to not consider them Christian?
2: Well, the thing... The issue is, what is Christianity? And Christianity has a historical meaning behind it. Uh, When you take a look at what we have believed as Christians for 2,000 years and what the Bible has taught us, Mormonism is the newcomer on the block. But I did use a title that could be considered a little controversial because introducing Christianity, they say, well, we're Christians too. Well, when you take a look at both Mormonism and Christianity, you're going to see that there are major differences, everything from who is God, who is Jesus, how you get salvation, or what is scripture. But uh, I decided to use that even though some are not going to like it, because this is a book written for Christians, although I would love to have Latter-day Saints actually read the book as well. But the second part, to Mormons, uh, in 2018, the highest leader of the church, 98-year-old Russell M. Nelson, 98 now, uh, came up with what he said God had, or Jesus had told him he was offended if the whole church's name was not used, the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints is the whole name. And so they were no longer allowed to use LDS, Mormonism, or Mormon. Those were terms no longer allowed because, again, apparently Jesus was offended at that, even though they had used that term throughout the years, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, campaigns like I Am a Mormon and other things like that. I decided to use the term Mormon in the title as well, even though it could be offensive to some. I'm not trying to be offensive, and I talk about that in the introduction. The problem is uh, Christians don't know this as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They know them as the Mormon Church. And besides... What was I supposed to call this book to make a Latter-day Saint happy? Uh, introducing evangelical <laughs> Christianity to members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The publisher would have never allowed that.
1: No, I, and I like how you're crafty too because it's plain and simple and talks exactly about what you want to address, getting the truth out there. I just want to preface this whole series Of Mormonism as not judgmental, not hateful. We want to dig in deep and be truthful in love because we want all people to be saved. And right now, there's so much deception out there today that we need to talk about these topics. And frankly, every now and then we'll get a couple emails Oh my gosh, I can't believe you addressed that. But more likely than not, we'll get pounded at Counterculture Ministry Team for. Thinking us about having people like you on sharing the truth because a lot of churches today are not addressing the issue, and people really want to know how to witness to their friends and family who are Mormon. Sorry, you had a word.
2: No, you you uh, preach it, sister, because okay. you you are you're teaching what we said we talk about all the time. Here's the problem: if you have a doctor who tells his patient, hey, you're doing just great. Come back in a year. And then a year comes, le- uh, comes back to the doctor and the doctor says, uh, oh yeah, you've got cancer. And she says, oh, I wonder how long I've had it. Well, at least a year. I knew that a year ago. <laughs> well, why didn't you tell me? She would say, well, I didn't want to ruin your day. I didn't want to rock your boat. I wanted you to feel good about yourself. If we have the truth as Christians, I think Christianity is one of the Unfortunately, the best kept secret's out there because a lot of people are leaving the LDS church and they're going to atheism, agnosticism, or nothing at all. They don't know anything about the strength of the Christian position. And when I talk to a Latter-day Saint, I certainly want him or her to consider leaving the LDS church, but I don't want them to leave for nothing because... Just because Mormonism isn't true doesn't mean that there's not a God who exists, that Jesus doesn't want to be your savior and have a relationship with you, that the Bible is something that can be read and you can have spiritual understanding. Those are things that I think we owe other people to be able to help share what might be considered a great secret. We need to be able to get the word out that, that there is strength in the Christian position.
1: Absolutely, 110% agree. Can you give us a couple of bullet points of the difference between being a Christian and being a Mormon? You mentioned and rattled off a couple things like who is God? What would Christians believe and what would Mormons believe? And then any other major bullet points, two or three other examples?
2: Well, for God, uh, Mormonism teaches that God was once a man who lived in another world previous to this world. Uh, He could have been a sinner. Many Latter-day Saints have no problem saying that, Uh, that he had worshipped a father before him. So, and then that father, that God had worshipped a God before him. And, And so the idea that God is just the latest of all the possible gods, that he graduated, so to speak, to become the God of this world. He's married has multiple wives, polygamy is in heaven, and the hope by being born on this world, because of our apparent goodness, because we chose Jesus, all the people on this world chose Jesus in in this previous life called the pre-existence, to to have Jesus as the Savior. One-third of our brothers and sisters chose Lucifer, that they were cast out of heaven to become demons a lot of people don't know that about mormonism but that it's kind of like uh karma and reincarnation the eastern way of thinking but the idea in, in this idea of mortality that we live in today the goal is to join the mormon church to be able to do everything the church tells you to that you too can end up becoming a god as a family i as a man would become the god my wife would become the goddess. Other wives can be added in later so I can populate my new world. And then my children would be with me as well. And so I would continue what Heavenly Father did. That's quite different than what the Bible teaches in Isaiah 43, 10. Isaiah said, there are no gods before or after God. Isaiah 44, six and eight says that God doesn't know of any other gods. Psalm 90 verse two says that God is from everlasting to everlasting. There's never a time when he could have been God. That, along with Jesus being a created being, he has not always been God in Mormonism and Christianity. We believe in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, yeah. and uh, he dwelt among us, is what uh, verse 14 says in John chapter 1. And as a third point, if you want a third point, salvation in Mormonism. There's two types, one is general salvation to get to go to one of three kingdoms of glory. They have names for them, the celestial kingdom, the terrestrial kingdom and the telestial kingdom. And because of the grace of God, because of the atonement, everybody who's born because they had obeyed Jesus in the pre-existence gets to go to one of three kingdoms of glory. But the best place is the celestial kingdom I mentioned earlier, where your hope is that you will be with your family forever, but it's based on your obedience. That would be a secondary type of salvation that uh, uh, most Mormons know they're not doing all they can do. They're supposed to keep all the commandments continually. And God says in one of their four scriptures that if you don't do this, where I am, you cannot come. So Latter-day Saints, if you ask them if you were to die right now, Uh, would you go to the very best your religion has to offer called the celestial kingdom? And you'll get the answer back. I don't know. I hope so. I'm doing my best. Well, the Bible says in 1 John 5, 13, that we may know that we have eternal life. It's not based on a guess or my trying. It's based on the blood of Jesus and his imputation. He took his righteousness and put it into my account, not based on what I did, but based on what he did. Mm And that's the basic uh, bottom line, is Mormonism is about striving to earn God's favor. Christianity is about grace given, not based on what we did, but based on who we are.
1: I absolutely phenomenally stated. And look at the freedom that we get in Christ and the bondage that Mormons live under because of the theory and thought process that they are taught to believe. Unbelievable. Don't move. We're going to be right back to talk more about Christianity and Mormonism right after this.
0: The only way we can truly make America great again is by investing in America first. Cortez Wealth Management provides American-based investment opportunities so you can rest assured that your funds are supporting businesses that you value. Are your investments aligned with your beliefs? Are you unknowingly supporting Chinese companies? Do you know if you hold ESG investments? We will help you answer these critical questions and more. Our professionals provide a strategic planning process in our America First Retirement Plan that is uniquely tailored to meet your goals and objectives with our competitive fees and personalized service you will get the best possible protection and security on your investment while also supporting policies and products you believe in call cortez wealth management now at 813-448-3446 or visit americafirstretirementplan.com and schedule an appointment with us today that's First retirement plan.com have peace of mind that when you retire you will enjoy your golden years
3: Hi, this is Kevin Sorbo, and I want to introduce you to Equipping the Persecuted and their important work in Nigeria. The mission of Equipping the Persecuted is, as the name states, to equip our brothers and sisters in any way that we can. People in Nigeria are suffering at the hand of terrorists for their faith in Jesus. Sadly, very little is being done to create a lasting solution. That's where we step in. Our goal is to protect, rebuild, and strengthen families in both body and spirit. We are prepared with the resources necessary to respond after an attack. We provide medical aid, food, and a team to pray and comfort victims. Our persecuted brothers and sisters need your help. Take action today with a monthly gift of $20 or more at equippingthepersecuted.org. That's equippingthepersecuted.org. Thank you for your time.
1: Our ministry is supported primarily by donations and we are honored to have people who are excited to partner with us in ministry. This year we are praying for our viewers to come alongside us so we can form a huge army to go fight in this battle together. For our children, families and country with this critical info God is guiding us to expose, educate and encourage our viewers with. You are family to us. On the days we want to give up, you keep us going. Thank you for spending time watching our program and being on the front of the battle lines with us. If you'd like to donate to Counterculture Ministries and join our team financially, even if it's five bucks a month, that will still go a long way. You can make your tax deductible gift by going to counterculturemom.com and then just click on the donate button. And if you become a new monthly partner, our team will be sending out the book, Countercultural Parenting, Building Character in a World of Compromise, as a gift to you in the mail. This book talks about building godly character, obedience, and setting an example in love. Thank you for joining forces with us. Let's do some damage together. May we use our talents, time, and resources to the best of our ability in 2023 until he calls us home. All right, Eric, during commercial break, you had me thinking. When I was in L.A., I went to go check out, do some FBI research at the Church of Scientology And I ran out of there after the first meeting. A lot of what you just said about the Mormonism beliefs was the same that I was trying to get pounded into my brain that they were trying to tell me for a church of Scientology. All these extra religions about works and multiple partners and everything else. It just is wild to me how many counterfeit religions Satan's trying to cram down our throat before Christ comes back. But the truth shall set you free. You young man, over the past decade, Many who are once members of the LDS church have left, which is a jaw dropper. Why are so many people leaving Mormonism and where do they typically go when they leave?
2: I am telling you that people are leaving in droves. The LDS church recognizes this. Uh, One of the reasons would have been from 2013 to 2015, the church put out a number of 13 different what they call gospel topics essays that you can find on their website today, even though they have done changes to them since they originally printed them. And uh, and those those essays admitted to things like Joseph Smith having thirty three wives. A lot of people didn't realize they, they knew Brigham Young was the second president, but they didn't realize Joseph Smith was a third of his wives were teenagers, as young as fourteen. Another third were uh, women who were married to living husbands. Uh, a lot of Latter Day Saints didn't know that. Also, that uh, their main book of scripture called the Book of Mormon uh, was produced by Joseph Smith putting a magic rock into a hat and then having the the, the the the, uh, words come out of the hat, rather than him actually translating what he called the gold plates. Uh, And so those are just a couple of the things that were talked about in the Gospel Topics essays, but also the church in the last five years or so, the progressive issues, the having to deal with homosexuality, uh, for instance, uh, in 2015, they banned children from getting uh, baptized, and they normally get baptized at the age of eight. They said, you can't get baptized until you're 18 if you're being raised by homosexual partners that caused a big firestorm. And then in 2019, they went back off that and they said, okay, no, you can now, but a lot of the damage has been done. So uh, according to Jana Reese, a a book that I'm not trying to promote, but she wrote a book with Oxford called The Next Mormons. And uh, uh, she's a Mormon blogger. She did with Oxford Press. So it was a, a scholarly book. She discovered that 45% of everybody who ends up leaving for a variety of reasons, whether history, whether because they don't like the the political climate, uh, 45% go to atheism, agnosticism, or nothing at all. And another 22%, she found out, were calling themselves just Christian. I was just talking to someone last week uh, who called themselves just Christian, and I I asked, well, why do you think you're a Christian? Well, I tip uh, really well now. I, I don't go to church or anything, but I'm just a Christian who tips well. And like God's going to be somehow impressed with the tip. Uh, you know, that's great. You're tipping more because you have more money. You're not putting into the tithing fund, but that's not going to be good enough on judgment day. You're going to face the great white throne and you're going to be given an accounting. And I tipped a lot. It's not going to do it. But she found that only one third of all the people who end up leaving Uh, Mormonism go to any kind of religion. And that was in 2019. I think it might even be less now if she were to do that in 2023, but uh, one third and only 10% she discovered become evangelical Christians that is terrible those are terrible stats because we as a church have something that is so precious we we need to be helping these folks who believed in god and jesus and and the bible and other things when they were latter-day saints granted they left the church but for them to basically leave what actually was secure they had family they might have had a job they might be married to a latter-day saint to leave all that and abandon it for nothing at all I think is one of the saddest things. So whatever the reason they're leaving, they are not coming and walking into our churches.
1: All right, you have a glossary located at the back of your book. You define a variety of terms used both by Mormons and Christians. Why is it important for the Christians to understand the Mormon definitions of these terms?
2: Well, you'll be speaking past each other if you talk to a Latter-day Saint and say, well, we believe in God and they say, Well, yeah, so do we. Well, we believe in Jesus and they'll point, if they're missionaries, they'll point to their name badge. It says the Church of Jesus Christ in big font of (laughs) Latter-day Saints. Well, we believe in uh, salvation by grace, gotcha. No, we believe in salvation by grace as well. So you have to understand what do they mean when they say different terms? Never assume, never tell a Latter-day Saint what he or she believes. Ask them, what do you mean when you say God? And earlier I told you, Well, they believe that God was once a man and that uh, God has a body of flesh and bone and that they have the potential to become gods. Uh, You might not have known that unless you had asked What do you mean when you say scripture? Well, they have four scriptures. They've got the Bible, the King James Version, as the Bible is true as far as it's translated correctly, Joseph Smith taught. They have the Book of Mormon, which is a story of ancient uh, uh, Israelites who came to the Americas and and a whole story there. Uh, That's the book they'll ask you to pray about it and see if it's true. They have a book called the Doctrine and Covenants, direct revelations from God given to Joseph Smith and the Pearl of Great Price. That is different. One, I think this might be the biggest. So I'm going to read to you from my book, the definition for grace. I mean, as Christians, we know what we mean when we say grace, but we can't assume the Latter day Saint does. Uh, for I had to make these definitions in one sentence. It wasn't easy to do, but this is what I put for grace for a Christian it's unmerited favor from God provided to those who place their trust in Jesus. I think you and I can agree, we understand what that means. Right. But for a Latter day Saint, grace, and I can back this up. I even back it up in the chapter that I write on salvation on chapter eight, but for the LDS, enabling power provided by God to help a person keep the commandments. So grace is something that gives you the power to keep the commandments. Then you ask Tina, okay, so how are you doing at keeping the commandments? Well, I repent all the time. Well, that's great. You repent all the time, but your church has said that you're supposed to be fully obedient and that the sign of true repentance, according to their own scripture, Doctrine and Covenants section fifty-eight forty-three, says that you'll know if a person has repented, if they stop doing the sin. So if God has made it possible and first Nephi 3, 7 in the book of Mormon says that God does not give commandments that cannot be kept. How are you doing at that? You know, the answer I get, I'm doing my best. I'm trying. And uh, and so that's what they have. And it's unfortunate that um, that is not what their religion requires. Their leaders and their scriptures both say that they have to be able to keep the commandments and they've been given the power through grace to keep the commandments. If you're not keeping them, then when are you going to begin? They are preparing for the millennium. Uh, Nelson believes wow. the millennium is very close, and, and and so for the thousand years, they're going to be doing work on behalf of other people. They do now today. with That's why they are into genealogy. One of the best genealogical sources is the Mormon church, and they don't just do it for a hobby. They're doing it because they need to learn about their ancestors so they can go in and do their baptisms for them vicariously and also seal them to, uh, to their family members. This is a serious business for them. And to get to that temple, you have to be considered worthy among other things. You have to wear special undergarments. You have to tie 10% of your income. You have to, you have to be uh, basically uh, stamped as being okay by your, your ecclesiastical leader called the bishop and the stake president.
1: Right back with more on this phenomenal jaw-dropping information and insight here on Mormonism on the Counterculture Mom Show this week. Stay tuned after a short break from our phenomenal sponsors that makes this all possible.
4: What was the last thing you put on your skin? Did you know that it entered your bloodstream in less than 30 seconds? Hi, I'm Deborah, and while recovering from cancer, I discovered that many ingredients in the most trusted skincare brands are toxic. So, after a decade of research and development, my daughter and I created something that was safe for me to use and actually worked. We launched Gividerm, a skincare line that's pure enough for newborn babies, yet powerful enough for the manliest of men, and effective enough for women concerned about Anything from breakouts to aging. Our one-of-a-kind line will nourish your skin with natural, organic, and non-GMO ingredients like turmeric, pineapple, exotic mushrooms, French green clay, saffron, and even raw honey. And all of our products are proudly made right here in the USA. Just go to GiveAderm.com and enter discount code TINA at checkout to save 10% off your order. That's TINA for 10% off. The next time you put something on your skin, make sure you GiveAderm.
5: With all of the recent changes in the political and financial markets, there has never been a better time than right now to invest in silver and gold. When governments simply print billions of dollars in paper money in hopes of solving financial shortfalls, you know that it is time to buy and hold assets of true and lasting value. Free information is available to you right now by calling 888-747-3309. Whether you are a new investor or you're interested in preserving the value of your retirement accounts, we make it easy for you to make smart decisions for your financial future. The specialists at Cornerstone are here to serve you, work to satisfy your retirement goals, and communicate with respect. Call us right now at 888-747-3309. That's 888-747-3309. Or visit us online at cornerstoneassetmetals.com. That's cornerstoneassetmetals.com.
1: All right, everybody, right now it is time to buy Eric's book, Introducing Christianity to Mormons, and then get out on the street and witness, people. Let's witness. Woo-woo. And for people to find out exactly what you believe and how you're witnessing to people on the street, they have to go check out MRM.org. That's MRM.org for Mormonism Research Ministry. This is just phenomenal information. I seriously want to skip sleep so I can go help Mormons see the light, the true light. Thank you for pounding the pavement over there in Utah. Uh, Let's get some Christians flooding your direction and down to the Hollywood Hills and we'll have a win-win combination. Keep up the excellent work.
0: Thanks for joining us for the Counter Culture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show...